This is an ode to blackness, to black women, to vulnerability and to visibility. And in the words of one of my heroes, the resilient and prolific Miss Audre Lorde, I have come to believe over and over again that what is most important to me must be spoken, made verbal and shared, even at the risk of having it bruised or misunderstood. That the speaking profits me beyond any other effect. I am standing here as a black woman, and the meaning of all that waits upon the fact that I am still alive and I might not have been. This is a platform to magnify the voices of the ignored and the unheard. So please join me on my journey of speaking up and speaking truth. This is Speak, and I am Kaya Coleman. Hi guys, welcome back to Speak. So this is the last episode of 2020, so I thought might as well make it the last episode of like the season or whatever you call it. Um, that way also I could take a break and just get adjusted to the new year. I'm really excited about it. Um, I think it's just going to be a, it has to be a good year. It, it just has to be. I think 2020 was really rough, obviously. Um, but I still think I learned a lot. I gained a lot in this year. I feel like if you're still here right now listening to this, you gained a lot in 2020. Like, even though there was a lot of loss, I'm sure. And even in my own life, I experienced that as well. I still am very grateful for this year because I learned a lot. And so this episode is dedicated to things that I learned um, and things that I am hoping to see from myself and um, from the world, I guess, in 2021. So let's get started. So one of the best lessons that I learned this year was how to say no, because I can be a yes man and it is so bad, but I always feel the need to make other people like comfortable or to, yeah, to make other people feel comfortable. So even if like they don't help or they don't do shit for me, if they need it, I'm quick to be like, okay, I got you. Or like, I'll do this. And especially at school, that's why I'm so happy I graduated, another reason. I was involved in a lot of clubs and just intern positions where people just constantly were expecting things of me. They needed me for God knows what. Like, people just always needed something from me, and it was so aggravating. Um, And I just got used to being in the cycle of, like, having to say yes because I'm in this role or I have this certain responsibility and feeling like I can't let people down. Um, And that also turned into, like, me not asking for help and just kind of, like, taking on too much and then stressing myself out because I was agreeing to do too many things. Um, But then also what came with saying no was like recognizing like, why do I have so many things pulling away from my energy? And especially at school because of Delta for real, that's what really got it. People were just constantly wanting some shit from me. And that was hard to deal with. I think even that's been hard to deal with since I crossed, but especially this year when I was finally just like over everything, it was a lot because once you get letters, it's like people look at you kind of like different for some reason. And it started to change the way that I've like formed relationships with people because there were some people who genuinely like really wanted to have like a, a friendship and like were, you know, interested in me as a person. But there was 
so many people that just know me as like Kaya the Delta and like that's why they pay attention to me. And that was really hard for me because it was like, I don't, people had expectations for somebody who they thought I was and had no idea who I actually am. And that was really annoying. So the good thing about graduating was I kind of got away from that environment and I got to just exist outside of that for once. And that felt really good um, because, yeah, that was just very demanding. And I don't think I processed it enough because I didn't have time to um, during college. But now that, you know, quarantine and I've grown up a little bit and had a little more time to think about it, I think that's why I was so over Cornell at a point because it was like, Everywhere I go, there's that's always like in the back of my head because if I were to do something or say anything or just whatever I do, it's like looked at as Kaya as a part of this chapter, as a part of this organization. Like it reflects on something much bigger than me. And I'm finally in a space where I can look a little bit beyond that. It's still associated with my identity, which obviously I wanted it to be that way, which is why I joined the org. But it's not like the whole encompassing thing anymore at least not in my life and so that felt really good um because releasing that helped me to learn how to say no and to take back a little bit of my time a little bit of my energy because I spent all of undergrad literally doing events and programs for other people and being so much like being stressed out so much by that that I didn't even get to benefit from the work that I was doing like I didn't even get to participate in the programs and we threw some really great programs but I couldn't focus on that because I had to focus on like every other part of it um and so I'm happy that I have a little bit of less a little bit less responsibility now that I've graduated and that's been really helpful for my mental health and going off of that I think another thing I learned after graduating was like it's okay to grow up and like to change and to just reimagine things. Um, I feel like a lot of times you hold on to certain things because it becomes like traditional or it's like, oh, I've been doing this for so and so years or I've known this person for this many years and it just feels like you have to do it because it's what you've always been doing. Um, but what I've started to learn is like, it's okay to let things go and things serve their time. Like you don't have to, drag things out um I posted a few weeks ago I want to say I'm losing track of time obviously um but I posted a few weeks ago I think about not watering the dead and just kind of like stop putting your energy into things that aren't serving you anymore and leaving school helped me realize that a lot of things that I was entertaining or involved in weren't really serving me but because I was in that space all the time, it's like what you had to exist in. So it's like I started to outgrow certain people, which was really helpful because that lightened up the energy for me. But it's like if I didn't get removed from that environment, I wouldn't have realized like that's where my energy was going. So even though I was sad about leaving college and I was sad about like not really getting a graduation and just kind of like not having it finish, like that separation kind of gave me time to reflect on things earlier than I would have if I had just went right into like adulthood and work and all this stuff. Like I'm getting that leisure time to kind of process things, which I probably wouldn't have had if this whole pandemic situation didn't happen. So there are certain good things that definitely came from this. And that's what I'm trying to be more mindful of um, going forward and just in general. And along with change being good, also I'm learning to just embrace 
all of the aspects of change. Like, and to love, make sure you love yourself throughout each stage because that's something that I realize I have a bad habit of not doing is like, sometimes I just don't celebrate myself until I reach like peak perfection in my opinion. Or like I hold myself back from things until I reach a certain goal. And it's kind of like you're low-key punishing yourself until you like win. But instead, you should just be kind to yourself throughout and see where you go that way. Because it's probably going to be further. Um, but even with little like small things, like I saw a tweet a couple of days ago that made me think of this. And it was like, do you starve yourself until you get your work done or are you normal? And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I didn't know other people did that. Also, why do we do that? Um like holding yourself back from something, you know, and you know you'd be hungry too, but you just need to experience that, like, something, you just need to experience something that's going to force you to do something you don't want to do, but it's like, why are we hurting ourselves in the process, and that was something that, in my head at first, I'm like, oh, that's, like, really small, like, it doesn't really matter, everyone does that, but then it's like, what is that training your mind to think when you're, like, punishing yourself until you get what you want, it's like, I feel like that's a bad mindset to have. Um, so something that I'm working on and trying to practice is just like embracing myself at every step of the way and not just waiting for the final product, but being happy and be- being content in the present and whatever it looks like. Because even in general, I think our society has this tendency like not to praise things or not to care about things until they're like absolutely perfect. Even the way we support people, right? Like you're more likely to support somebody who you don't even know, but their brand has 50 million thousand followers when your friend has a brand that has like the exact same shit, but they only have like 400 followers. So you don't support them the same way. It's like, we're all, I don't, for some reason, we all think that you have to like only praise what's perfect. And so then we ignore all the like beauty that does exist in the imperfections and on the journey to like the the final product like there's just so much that exists there that's important but we just overlook it until we get to the end and then we miss probably the majority of the lessons we were supposed to learn because we just weren't paying attention to that at all um and I've done that a lot (laughs) I realize when I look back on certain things it's like I don't even remember what I was doing like I just don't process it the way I should because I ignored the ugly parts when that was really what I needed to be paying attention to the most. Um, Yeah, so another thing that I realized is closed mouths (laughs) do not get fed. And I have a tendency to just hold my tongue and not say shit. Even if it's something I really want, even if it's like something that's really bothering me, depending on how much it's bothering me, I tend to just be quiet and just get over it myself. Um, And that is low-key why I'm passive-aggressive, or that explains me being a passive-aggressive, because I just, even if it's bothering me, like, you won't know. Or it might come out in other subtle ways because I'm not addressing it the way that I should. So I had to stop doing that shit. Um, And in order for me to stop doing that, I had to kind of come to terms with why I was doing it and where that like passive aggression comes from. And for one, I think I kind of didn't know what I wanted in certain situations. And so I like couldn't fully 
articulate or like speak up for what I was feeling because I didn't really understand it myself so it's like I couldn't say it to someone else and then I realized I didn't know why or what I wanted because I just wasn't confident in what I wanted but I knew what I wanted like deep down I just didn't think that I could achieve it or I like didn't have enough confidence to like see it through so in my head I just told myself like oh no you don't want this so then that ended up being like I just ended up being very indecisive because I was doubting myself but I knew exactly what I wanted and I knew exactly what I needed but I would just like neglect certain things or just like forget it or suppress it because I wasn't sure how it was going to plan out. Um, And so now that I'm realizing that, I recognize why I just didn't speak up for certain things that I wanted because I wasn't sure that I really could get them. So I'm like, let me just play it safe and not say it. And I thought that was going to save... I was trying to play it too safe, basically. Like, I thought that would save my feelings. I thought that would save my pride. Like, I thought that would just, like, be the easier way. But I'm learning. I just have to say it, (laughs) like... If I want something, I just have to say it. Or if something's bothering me, I just have to say it. Because I end up hurting myself more by being silent when I'm really thinking that I'm helping the situation and not causing any drama or not causing any, like, mess. But in reality, I'm, like, just hurting myself by internalizing all of that. Um, And also, life is too short to not get exactly what you want. (laughs) And... To not think that you're worthy of something means that you're never going to get it. So I had to really just change the way that I was talking to myself, the way that I was viewing myself, the way that I was understanding my life and just everything. Because there was a reason why I didn't feel worthy of certain things. And so I had to uncover that reason in order to figure that out. And in doing so, I was able to become a lot more confident and to realize that everything that I desire... I desire for a reason. Like, I wouldn't desire it if I couldn't get it. And so knowing that I'm worthy of certain things has started to bring better things in my life and in my space. And now I'm recognizing why I was attracting so much negative shit (laughs) because I was putting out bullshit. And I kept getting it in return. I'm like, why is this happening to me? Or why do I keep having these bad experiences? And it's because that's what I was assuming I was worthy of. So I was just, I was getting bare minimum. I was getting bad shit because that's all I thought I could get um and then once I started dreaming bigger and allowing myself to actually like manifest those things I started seeing a lot of change and I started seeing a lot of good shit um and so I'm very proud of that change for sure and that kind of also solidified my ability to manifest because the biggest lesson I've learned this year probably is that you can't manifest what you feel unworthy of And so you can't, like, sit here and pray to God, like, oh, please bless me with this, 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 and this, when you, deep down inside, are telling yourself you can't get it, or you're not worthy of it, or it's not going to happen. Or when you just feel like this isn't something you're capable of, then of course you're not going to get it. Like, manifestation isn't just, like, saying, like, I want this car, and thinking that, like, oh, it's going to appear from the clouds in your your front yard like that's it's not happening that way you have to work for it like you do have to put effort into it and energy into it and I feel like you the only way you can do that correctly is if you fully believe like this is happening for me and there's a lot of things that I manifested this year that I just 
like every bit of me just knew this is for me like this is happening like there's nothing nothing y'all could nothing anyone in the world could do to stop this because it's happening like when you develop that mindset for things there's just no way you lose and so there's certain areas in life that I'm more confident doing that in and so for 2021 I'm trying to get that way like everywhere like I just want to be that confident in everything that I do because I'm, I'm just imagining I'm seeing all that I am now and I'm just imagining what I'm going to be when I'm finally like there <laughs> and that shit like period <laughs> I'm already a bad bitch but that like I'm just imagining and whew, like I'm so excited to get to that point and there's a time where I just wasn't this excited about life anymore and I was just kind of like going with the flow and like going with the cycles and just kind of living and letting shit pass and just not really being present but now that I'm being present and being intentional I just see so much more and like things are a lot brighter so I'm excited as hell obviously (laughs) um and the last thing that I wanted to mention that I learned this year was just how connected I am to things and I'm saying I because like it's my personal experience but I mean humans in general like we're just really connected um I've learned a lot about the power of energy um and how my presence affects people and things and so I just have this new like desire to be intentional in everything that I do because I'm seeing the way that what I do affects the next person and then that affects the next person and I'm just seeing cycles a lot differently now um and so I'm aware of like if I said this how that might affect this person and then that in tune might affect whoever they're dealing with that day and just our energy is very powerful and so I'm trying to control mine um in a more responsible way and along with being connected I think one thing I've been doing on this spiritual awakening journey you can call it is just kind of learning about what people believe about the source and about like God and about light. And I keep falling on like the same thing (laughs) in different cultures. It's like people really rely heavily on like nature and on things that God put things that would exist even without like human interference. So like paying more attention to the sun and what it does. Like I noticed that we just wake up and like, oh, the sun's there. Like the sun's always there. It's not, it sets. Like you just know that this is a normal thing. Some people don't even get excited about sunsets anymore because it's just like, oh, I see it every day. But we don't realize how like wild is it that <laughs> this like big ass ball of light and energy and whatever else exists in the sun that is millions and millions of miles away rises every single day for everybody in the world to see. And it is so powerful that it could even burn our skin <laughs> from millions of miles away. Like, that's a crazy thing to experience every single day, and we just ignore it because it's like, oh, it's normal. But I'm starting to realize, like, God put these things here for a reason, and we don't really use them at all. Um, other than, like, when you're trying to get a tan, sometimes you're like, oh, then we, like, focus on the sun. But other than that, it's just kind of, like, there in the background. Um, and I'm realizing that there's just so much beauty in the things that normally are in the background for us. But because of technology and society and just the way we have to exist, you don't pay attention to nature that way. But I started doing that as much as I can. So I've been like sun gazing a lot and just thinking a lot about 
the power that comes in knowing that the sun rises every single day. Like the sun gets up and does its part every day. And that's been inspiring me to try to do my own. Um, and then even the moon, I've been like watching the moon and paying attention to the moon cycles. And the craziest part about it is that now my, like my actual cycle is in sync with the moons. So I get, I start my period every new moon, which is crazy because that was not happening when I wasn't paying attention to like planetary hours and like the days that the planets rule, which is something that at first I'm like, I don't think that, I just didn't see the importance in it. Even in astrology, I'm like, this doesn't really make that much sense to me. I felt like it was just generic and something people did as a hobby, like just like made up. But now that I'm realizing that the things that they talk about in astrology are actually relevant with like the science of these beings as well, it started to resonate a little bit more with me. Um, and so I just started paying attention to that. And when I started to see my actual cycle get in tune with the moons, I was like, okay, I'm seeing, I'm starting to see the connections. And so when I recognized that like, we're connected so much to all these things around us, it makes me feel more grounded. Cause it's like, if I'm here too, that means I'm supposed to be serving some sort of purpose. Otherwise I wouldn't exist. Um, and so that's just helped me feel really grounded. And then also with like being a plant mom now <laughs> and like seeing the effects of when you speak to your plants, which you would normally think like, oh, it's just a plant. But like if you speak to it, like it helps them grow for real. It helps them like look better. They start to like raise and it's kind of weird, but they hear you and they feel you. Um, and just these small experiences and paying attention to things that I just always ignored have been helping me feel a lot more purposeful as weird as that might sound if it makes sense it makes sense if it doesn't it doesn't but <laughs> that's how I've been feeling and so I wanted to end this off with some things that I'm looking forward to because I'm ready for the next year this is although it's really not like the next year is just a new day <laughs> I like that we symbolize it's a new year because it feels like a clean slate like time to start fresh not to forget what we did in 2020, because you're supposed to use those experiences, obviously, but just to have this new, like, just new positivity, just a different lens on life, because we've been through a pretty traumatizing year. Um, and so I want to go into this one, being thankful that we made it, number one, um, and also just being excited and knowing that there's just so much that can happen in the world. And although we've seen the negative sides of that, it makes me want to think about like okay but what can happen on the other side of the spectrum like what are all the positive opportunities that can happen now that we've seen what all the world can do um so i'm looking forward to freedom i don't know when we're going to get out of this shit but i'm going a little bit crazy i'm tired of this this same routine i need to get out of here um i miss i miss the old pace of life a little bit i don't ever want to go back to working five days a week in person I'm not doing that I don't care I don't even care if that's mandatory nope because now we've seen we can work virtual so I'm not doing that but I do kind of miss a little bit of the old routine um I also at some point am probably moving this year so I'm looking forward to finally living on my own again um because being back home has been cool but I do miss living by myself or not by myself but like with people my age and like away from parental authority um even though my parents are chill like they don't really do anything like we're good it's just 
that freedom is it's it's worth it i don't know how to describe it but i miss it um and so moving is gonna be fun um i'm getting a raise soon because once this year my program ends we get a raise so that's lit because now i have even more opportunities with with where i'm moving furniture all that stuff so i'm excited um i hope that we can travel at some point i miss traveling so much and my passport is crying like i just need to go so even if i just have to road trip somewhere in america i don't care i just miss being able to travel and it be a normal thing and you not have to worry about somebody like coughing on you or being too close to you or breathing near you like i just miss (laughs) normal life um and i miss the beach i really miss the beach i just need to be laying out in the sun on the beach like that's all i need for a couple hours and i'll be perfect like that's really all i want and i'm looking forward to living life being more intentional with life i feel like i'm really i'm more excited about life than i've been in a long time um so that's lit and it sucks that it happened (laughs) during a time where i can't go nowhere but it's okay because at some point we will be able to i i hope um like I said on my post, my affirmation post earlier, my word for this year is abundance. So I am living lavish in every sense of the word. I'm really excited. Um, this year was really hard, but it was the perfect year for me to build really solid foundations. And I'm really proud of where I'm standing right now. Um, I'm attracting a lot of beautiful things. and I'm grateful. Um, yeah, I just... I really only see up right now. Like I'm, I'm on a great wave of positivity and optimism, and I just can't wait to see all this come to fruition. I think it's going to be a great year. I think it's going to be a, another really important year, so I'm excited to see like what happens. Um, because even though it is a new year, like we are still dealing with the same same issues of last year, so it is still going to be a lot happening. But I think we're more equipped to handle it this year. So I'm excited for people to have just like a more positive mindset um, going forward. So yeah, that's all I had to say. Oh, no, it's not actually, because this is my last episode for a little bit. So thank you guys for listening and letting me be vulnerable with you guys. Um, This has been really fun. I've connected with a lot of people that I didn't expect to connect with, but they just resonated with some of the things I was saying and that felt really cool um to just be relatable and to just be understood um yeah I don't think we we talk about how important being understood is but it feels really good to hear like to have people not only hear you but like to feel you and that's what this has been for me so I'm excited for the next season because I know a lot more now um I'm experiencing a lot more, and I think this year is going to be a year of change. So I'm going to have a lot more to talk about, um, and I'm just excited to watch myself grow. I'm growing up. It's really weird. 2021, I'll be 23 this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me not even think that far, but I'm growing up, and I'm really enjoying this adulthood journey so far. Not how I expected it to start at all, <laughs> at all, but... I love where it's going. And on that note, I am going to end it here. Thank you guys for listening. And in the meantime, 
feel free to catch up on some other episodes. I'm going to still be posting shit. I just won't be recording. But yeah. Talk to you guys later. Bye.